4: There was a failure with CNN that happened this past week, and it's one that's uh, incredibly significant. CNN decided that uh, they wouldn't learn their lesson until they wasted $300 million, not realizing that, hey, there's barely anybody watching CNN for free. Why on earth do you think people would pay you more money to watch CNN Plus, now CNN Plus was a streaming service and everybody's been doing streaming services and people have been making an incredible amount of money off streaming services, right? It's a new hit thing. It's the hot thing to do. And so, of course, CNN said, well, we want in on the action, naturally, right? Like you you want to get in on this, right? It's, it's a big deal. Now, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscriber auto download button. And tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media. And if you would, write us a five-star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now, so they decided to launch. Now, there were some people that moved their entire careers to be a part of this. One of them was a guy by the name of Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace hosted Fox News Sunday for years. And just like many others have found out after they thought they were somehow bigger than Fox News it was a massive massive failure why was it a massive failure when they left because people watch Fox News and they happen to see who's on there Wallace thought no no no! I'm bigger than Fox I'm gonna leave Fox I'm gonna go to CNN plus and I'm gonna get to finally be who I want to be as it was described not a joke. This is actually how they said it. I'm going to finally get to be who I want to be. I'm going to finally get to be who I think I am. And CNN decided to pay him a bunch of money to do it. So he abruptly left on a Sunday saying it was his final show and he would see you soon. And then 24 hours later or less, it was announced, right? I'm moving to Fox News Channel. Or excuse me, I'm moving from Fox News Channel to CNN Plus, And I'm going to host a serious news show and I'm going to be amazing and everybody's going to love me. So how many people loved him? Well, no one. How many people were watching? Literally no one. At any given time, on average, it was about 10,000 people, meaning that local morning news shows that have paid segments on them to promote businesses had as many viewers as CNN plus did worldwide, because this wasn't just nationwide, this was worldwide. It was a massive disaster. Which brings me to another disaster that also happened this week. And these two are very much tied together. This week, Governor DeSantis in Florida took it to the woke Wit Disney crowd and said, okay, you guys want to attack us, right? You want to attack who we are? Fine, you can. We'll allow you to attack us. But guess what? We're not going to give you special tax breaks either. Now, why are these stories so similar in my mind? The same thing you should learn in both places, whether it's Disney or Disney Plus, or it's CNN or CNN Plus. People are smart and they're not stupid. Conservatives are smart. They're not stupid. The American people understand that CNN is propaganda. They understand that for years they pushed the Russian collusion story when they knew it was a lie. In fact, they knew that they hired some of the people that helped orchestrate the coup attempt to get rid of Donald Trump. Almost every former FBI person, MSNBC, for example, they were having on Peter Strzok and others, Lisa Page and others like that. And so people realize, you know what? These people aren't giving me news, much less real journalism. They're giving me government leftist propaganda. And that's why CNN right now is starting to fail. They also got rid of their villain, right? Because every hero needs a villain, whether it's a movie, whether it's a script, or whether it's politics. And CNN had their villain. The best thing that ever happened to CNN, if you look at their ratings and look at their numbers and look at their profits, was, in fact, Donald Trump. Donald Trump did more for CNN than any other liberal host ever did, or any executive ever did, because they had their boogeyman. And people that hated Donald Trump watched CNN. Now, they were stupid because as soon as Donald Trump got out of office, they lost their boogeyman. And then they had to defend the indefensible, which is a guy by the name of Joe Biden. Then they started having more and more scandals. Then they started having the Cuomo scandal. Then, just like all of that, I'll move back to Disney. Now, Disney should have understood their business. Their business, especially as a fiduciary to their shareholders, should have been to stay totally out of politics and shut up. But Disney has decided not to stay out of politics. They've decided to get right in the middle of it. Disney has decided that their job is to indoctrinate your children, very much like CNN has decided their job is to indoctrinate America. If you think about the compare and contrast between the two, it tells you a lot about the liberal mindset in America today. There are many liberal groups and organizations and people out there and ideologies they believe their job is to indoctrinate and to alienate at the same time and to attack and mock and make fun of anyone that disagrees with them and the way that they do things in life. So you look at Disney and we get these internal recordings. I played many of them for you on the show. And if you missed our expose into Disney, go back and grab our podcast, okay? Uh, A couple weeks ago. We put together all the internal audio that was released of the propaganda of Disney. How they are clearly saying out loud that they're trying to turn your kid into your kid's mind into a political cesspool of their ideals, their ideology, the LGBTQIA agenda. That is what they do. That's what they're doing. They're proud of it. They want love stories to be queer, 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 queer to quote them. They said it's time for us to get rid of the Snow Whites and get to the two gay people or two lesbians or two transgender. That's what they believe. Instead of just entertaining families, right, and saying non-political, they wanted to go political and indoctrinate you. Then you fast forward to how the liberals, and it was a smart move politically, tried to claim that they bill in Florida... That allowed for parents to say no, or allowed for the government to say it's not our job to indoctrinate your children with sexual preferences in kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. Right? That's not our job. You can't talk to kids about transgender, gay, lesbian, vagina, penis, and all of these things Be in kindergarten through third grade. The bill didn't say don't say gay. But Democrats respond were smart. They went and said. This bill was the, quote, don't say gay bill. Now, Disney, first of all, should have run from this. Disney should have read the bill second. And then they would have known to run from it because they would have known reading the bill that it didn't say don't say gay. They would have understand this was about parents having rights over their kids and what they're taught. And that kids should be not indoctrinated on a political ideology of propaganda, but should be taught reading, writing and arithmetic. That's all they should be taught. What did Disney do? They jumped all in. Disney decided it was their job to jump all in. It was their job to decide. It was their job to indoctrinate your children with this LGBTQIA whatever propaganda. Now, when they did this, they went political. And when they did this, they alienated 50% of America. 50% of America, they, at that moment, totally alienated from Disney. It was a stupid business move. And many conservatives, like myself, said Disney's got getting any more of my money. Now it's gotten even worse for Disney. And CNN Plus, if you haven't canceled Disney Plus, you probably should if you're a conservative.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Now, I want you to hear uh, a kind of analysis that was done this week by Tucker Carlson, and he had a great point that he made on his show about not only Governor DeSantis, but the special session and the legislature in Florida and what they decided to do to woke Disney after Disney went political and attacked the state. A state that has been incredibly kind to Disney. A state that has been over backwards to make sure that Disney succeeded. A state when Disney was growing had been there. A state that has supported and given them incredible tax relief and benefits. And Disney thought they were too big. Too important. Too powerful to have anyone tell them no to anything. Take a listen to this analysis. It was spot on and brilliant. So during a special session of the
2: Florida legislature this week, DeSantis led an effort to strip Disney of what turned out to be a remarkable set of special perks that company had enjoyed for more than 50 years. You are not treated like Disney is treated in Florida. You have never been treated that well. So after the special session, no more will Disney World operate as its own independent country within the state of Florida. Yes, that's how they were governed, by themselves. And now going forward, Disney is going to have to pay its taxes. Oh, wow. Just like everybody else. Now, if you've lived in this country for more than, say, five years, ask yourself, what's the political party that has always told you big companies should pay their taxes? Corporate tax breaks are bad. Well, of course, that's always been the Democratic Party. So you would imagine the Democrats in Florida would applaud a move like this. When was the last time you heard liberals complain about stripping tax breaks from big business. Never before in history, it's never happened. And yet it just did happen. These are Democrats in the Florida legislature. Notice they are on the verge of tears as they learn that the Disney Corporation might have to pay taxes.
0: The clerk will unlock the machine and members will proceed to vote.
2: We'll lock the machine, now it's a vote. 68 yes, 38 days, Mr. Speaker. Show the bill passes. <laughs> no. You may have sense that the Democratic Party over the last decade or so has been captured by corporate interests, but you never thought that you would hear on the floor of a state legislature, Democrats scream with anguish at the idea that a big company might have to pay its taxes. Unbelievable, but now very clear. What's going on here? Well, there are a lot of things, here's one. Disney spends millions of dollars electing lawmakers in the state of Florida, but those lawmakers couldn't do their job in this case. They couldn't act on Disney's behalf. The law passed and DeSantis signed it into law this afternoon. And that's going to cost the Disney Corporation a ton of money, which in turn may mean less money for the Florida Democrats. You just saw shrieking in the video. So there was some self-interest involved here, but it wasn't just that. Because it wasn't just Democratic office holders who were upset by the idea that an elected governor might be more powerful than an unelected corporation headquartered across the continent. The media were very upset, too. Very upset. Watch this. If Ron DeSantis could pass an anti-Muslim bill for the state of Florida, he would. If he could pass an anti-CRT, if he could say it's illegal to say you're black, I'm pretty sure the guy would try it. I mean, look, uh, DeSantis has this is a playbook out of Putin, and we saw where this goes.
3: It's very Soviet, and it's weird how Republicans, they keep tacking back to the old Soviet Union, and they seem to want to mimic the things uh, that the new Soviet
2: Union, meaning Vladimir Putin, is doing. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, The truth is... Dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Dehumanization is a it's a it's a tactic. It's being used right now. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization as a practice is a tactic of war.
4: By the way, this is a human being on MSNBC that just said that. So she's equating what Ron DeSantis has done and conservatives have done in Florida to the equivalent of Russians raping children. Let that sink in for a moment, okay? Take a deep breath and understand that if you want to protect your kid from being indoctrinated on transgender, LGBTQIA, and sex, and, the, and, and these people are obsessed with talking to your children about sex in kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. They think that you are the equivalent of a Russian soldier raping a child in Ukraine. That is what we're now dealing with. That is what we are up against. So if you want to know why Ron DeSantis is saying, all right, we're going to strip you, Disney, if you're going to come after us this way. Of all of your special perks and benefits. Now, there's something else that I've really been laughing at. Liberals have been rallying online this weekend. And they've been saying, you know, we will support Disney moving out of Florida. I, I, I mean this sincerely. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to take this to? I, I want to know. And how are you going to get rid of Disney and all of the property, all of the hotels, all of the rides? Where are you going to get that kind of land in a liberal state? Because if you're going to leave Florida, clearly you're going to leave Florida for right a liberal state. That would be the only way it would make sense. You can't move it to California. You already have Disneyland there. So where are you going to move it? Because a place like Texas, for example, is not going to like roll out the red carpet for you or Alabama, or Mississippi, or Arkansas, or Tennessee. Like, they're not, they're going to learn from this moment. They're not, and even then, you think Disney can afford to move Disney World? How are you going to move the Epcot Center? How are you going to move all of the massive infrastructure that's been built over decades and decades and decades? But you got to understand something about liberals right now. you got to understand something about these people like, you know, the head of Disney who's saying that we need more queer, 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 queer in front of your kids. These people believe that they're too big to fail. Now, Disney has had a very bad week. And you need to understand just how bad their week has been. If you look at Disney right now and you see Disney and what they are, okay, and what Disney has become, and you look at their dollars. You look at their spending. Disney has lost more than $41 billion in shareholder value since the release of those internal videos exposing the company's plan to embed gender ideology into its children's programming everywhere. $41 billion. Now this goes back to the fiduciary conversation that we had before. You're supposed to have a fiduciary obligation as a CEO of a company of a publicly traded company to do what's in the best interest of the shareholders. This very much goes back to what's happening right now with Twitter. And let's talk about Twitter for a second. Twitter is now facing mounting pressure from shareholders to take to take specific action over the potential buyout because there's a lot of people that believe that Elon Musk, who has already said that he will he will not go higher than his initial 54.20 bid per share, and he recently di- disclosed that he's got $46.5 billion financing ready to go buy out the company. Now there are shareholders going, you have a job, an obligation to act in the best interest of the shareholders, not just hate Elon Musk and say no to Elon Musk because you don't like Elon Musk. The shareholders are now starting to really talk out going, hold on a second. This may be the best deal we ever get. You can't just block it because you don't like somebody. You can't just block this because you don't want to believe that the reality is that this needs to happen
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: See, the board is supposed to have a fiduciary duty, right, a fiduciary duty to their shareholders to do what's in the best interest of the shareholders financially. That is their obligation. That is their duty. That is what they are supposed to do. And the company clearly said no to Elon Musk, not because it wasn't a great deal, but because they hated Elon Musk and they were afraid, I think, of two things. One, that Elon Musk would come in and actually go back to freedom of speech policies and freedom of expression policies. That he would also expose how many conservatives that they have shadow banned like myself are silenced and refuse to allow our tweets to be seen. Every time that I tell people, hey, I'm on Twitter, and I've stopped doing it basically because it's become pretty much worthless. People are like, I have to spell out your entire name and then have to search through, even though you're a blue check mark. It is impossible to find you. That happened several years ago, and it's never stopped. Because this is how they play the game. This is what they do. This is how they operate. And the reason why they operate this way is because they can right now. But imagine if Elon Musk came in there, and imagine if Elon Musk actually showed people what they were doing imagine if elon musk came in and got into the internal records and details and found out and un basically gave people like donald trump their twitter accounts back who should have never had their twitter account taken away from them that would be terrifying to twitter and how much it would also show maybe how corrupt they were and how much they were working with the white house and democratic leaders and Places like Media Matters, right? Where they would hidden them a hit list and say, silence these people. We don't like them. And Twitter internally would do it on their behalf. But Twitter's board now has to weigh the financial aspect of this. There's no way you can't. And there's a new report out from Reuters that says, a concern that Twitter's board is is weighing... Is that unless it seeks to negotiate a deal with Musk, many shareholders could back him in a tender offer. While the position, or excuse me, while the poison pill that they have recently implemented would prevent Twitter shareholders from tendering their shares, the company is worried that its negotiating hand would weaken considerably if it was shown to be going against the will of many of its, quote, investors. The company has reportedly shifted gears in regards to Musk's offer after he disclosed in a SEC filing last week that he has, in fact, the money to back up the offer. It's not like some pie-in-the-sky BS deal. Like he's saying, hey, I'm going to literally give you this deal. Well, you can say it it was never real, and he's saying, watch this, it's real. Wall Street Journal reported this week, Twitter has been... expected to rebuff the offer, which Mr. Musk made earlier this month without saying how he would pay for it. The wall street journal reported, but after he disclosed last week that he now has the 46.5 billion in financing, Twitter is taking a fresh look at the offer and is more likely than before to seek to negotiate because their job is to what negotiate in the best interest of the investors, not the politics But the financial best interests, Reuters said that the company may try to force a better deal out of Musk by showing him the company's books or by soliciting offers from other potential buyers. I wouldn't be surprised to wake up next week and see Musk raise what he what what he called his best and final offer to possibly sixty four twenty per share. A fund manager who invests in Twitter told Reuters now, obviously, this fund manager is trying to get the number up, right, because he'll make more money. He could also drop the whole thing entirely. Anything is possible. The fund manager also said. Now, this latest development comes after Musk listed in a new SEC filing that he had secured the forty-eight point five billion, excuse me, forty-six point five billion from three sources to buy the company, including thirteen billion from Morgan Stanley, twelve point five billion from other banks, and twenty-one billion from himself. If other Twitter bids succeeds. We will defeat the spam bots or die trying, Must tweeted after the SEC filing was disclosed. And authenticate, authenticate all real humans. Now, this also scares many people that make money off of Twitter. What he's referencing is a lot of fake followers on Twitter. There are a lot of celebrities out there that actually buy Twitter followers. There's companies out there that you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars to buy fake followers. Several years ago, Twitter tried to clean up the fake follower problem, and overnight there were celebrities losing their minds because articles were being written about how they were losing a million or two million or three million followers in, in a single moment. So they stopped doing it because they realized it was actually against the best interests of their business to do that. So Elon Musk is saying, first of all, we're going to show you who's real and who's not. We're going to show you who has an authentic following and who's been making it up or who's been buying bots. Which is scary to many, I think, lefties out there who, and many celebrities out there who have bought followers. You can literally Google right now and you can buy 20 million followers if you wanted to by going apparently to different websites. Apparently, people do this all the time. So let's take another step back and look at the overall picture right now of what we're learning in this country. Whether it's CNN Plus, where fake news is becoming a hard sell, and after spending $300 million, CNN Plus is going to shut down next week. CNN Plus employees are announcing their departures on social media. Many of them are shocked and angry. The network is still reeling, by the way, from a December 2021 termination of their anchor Chris Cuomo, and the sudden resignation of their CNN president, Jeff Zucker, in February. and less than a month after CNN launched with great, quote, fanfare, this streaming service that represented a massive bet on the future of digital news consumption, Warner Brothers Discovery has decided to shut it down at the end of April. CNN Plus offered nearly a dozen live new shows from veteran CNN stars and newly hired marquee talent. Such as former Fox News anchor Chris Wallace. It could be watched live, on demand, or in a library of original documentaries. And it wasn't expensive, by the way. The service was actually only $5.99 a month. But it found difficult to convince anyone to spend the money. Why did this happen? One reason. It happened because no one was going to pay to watch fake news. No one cared because they don't trust CNN. You know, the people that claim they're the most trusted name in news after what they did to Donald Trump, what they did on Russian collusion. You look at Disney, exactly the same thing. They decided they were too big to be told what to do or too big to stay out of politics. They decided we're so big, we're Disney, we're arrogant, we're cocky and we're going to do whatever we want to do to indoctrinate your kids because we don't think you're smart enough to stop us. We're Disney, and now they're furious that all of a sudden people are leaving by hundreds of thousands from CNN Plus, and many, many conservative evangelical Christians are not taking their kids to Disney World. They're not taking your kids to Disney movies. It's going to cost them billions and billions and billions of more dollars. Because it's not just what they've lost now. It's not just the overall evaluation of Disney that has disappeared. Disney has lost more than 41 billion in shareholder value since the release of those videos exposing the company's plans to a, to embed gender ideology into its children's programming. Imagine how much money that can cost them over the lifetime of this generation's children. Because when you go, when you've decided to say no to Disney, it's not like they're coming back anytime soon. They're, and Disney's getting wrecked. Now you look at Twitter. They're getting wrecked. You look at these three companies. It's the same story, just different people involved. CNN, Disney, Twitter, all getting wrecked. And I'm going to be honest with you, I am absolutely loving it. I am so sick and tired of being treated the way that these companies treat us with disdain, uh, with mocking, with anger, wanting to ruin our lives and the lives of anybody else around us that they don't like working with groups like Media Matters to try to ruin people's political careers that are conservative because they've been told by CNN or others to ruin their lives. These people are pure evil. And Disney lost a ton of money, and they're going to continue to. And CNN has lost viewers, and they're going to continue to do it. And that's why I love all of what I just said. And now, it's not just that. Look at Netflix. They're having problems. And you know what I say about that? Absolutely. I'm glad. Good. This is amazing. We should all be cheering for this because it's proof that if all of us start to get involved, if all of us start to uh, begin to start fighting back, we're going to put ourselves in a very good position moving forward, a very very good position. Let me get your reaction to this. Are you are you going to boycott Disney, for example? Are you watching CNN or saying no? Are you using Twitter or no? Is it time that they realize we are getting smart? I think that time has come. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. And take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow.